It's time for Business Minds Coffee Chat, an inspiring show about the journey to personal and professional growth. And now, your host, Jay Shear. Hey everyone, you're listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat, and I am your host, Jay Shear, and I am so very excited today. We've got a fantastic guest today in the studio. My guest is an experienced senior executive. He's a leadership and management consultant, an author, a researcher, and a college professor. His leadership lessons can be read each week in Flagler News Weekly, and hundreds and thousands of leaders worldwide learn valuable lessons from his leadership leadership posts each week on LinkedIn, and I happen to be one of those. I am excited today to welcome my guest, Dr. Joe Saviak. Joe, it is great to see you. Thank you so much for being here today. It's wonderful to be here with you today. I'm a big fan of the show. Well, thank you for that, and I am so very much looking forward to this conversation. So let's let's dig right in. I thought a good starting point for us, Joe, would be for you to share with all of us what your favorite thing is about yourself and why. I would have to say my faith. I, I think my faith um, instructs me, inspires me, sustains me. And I, I, I realize that different Americans have different faiths and, and some uh, don't, don't adhere to a, any specific faith. Uh, and that's fine. That's a free country. Uh, but for me, it's, it's my faith that I think enables me to continue to make positive progress to being a loving, caring kind, humble, uh, compassionate, uh, supportive, honest, uh, hardworking individual each and every day. And it's just a continual work in progress. Mm, Beautiful. So along those lines, I would love it if you would share what your personal philosophies are, the things that, that truly guide you. It could either be personal philosophies or it could be values that guide the way that you show up to the world and guide the decisions that you make could be personally, could be professionally. Right. I, well, I'm certainly human and I make my mistakes and I'm frail and flawed, but I, I always teach in the leadership programs uh, that, that integrity is everything. You know, uh, people can, um, if they can trust you, they can follow you. Um, if you can trust others, you can form and, and, and operate as a team. And so that, um, being consistent on our, and authentic when it comes to your char- personal character uh, so that people understand, you know, what are your defining values, how they influence your, your, your thinking and your decisions. Um, I think people don't do very well when people, um, particularly in leadership, uh, espouse a specific set of values but then don't adhere to them uh, or there are mixed messages and, and, and uh, we all do best. Um, in, in learning, growing, performing, uh, when, we, when we have leadership and, and teams that we can trust. Now, in order to, for that to happen, I have to exemplify the value. In other words, I can't ask others about trust unless I'm honest and, and uh, accountable and also committed to integrity. But I, I, I think that is, you know, we can teach skills and you can, you can share knowledge and, and enhance knowledge. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I think character is key. And so if you, if you had to sum me up and what my, 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 my classes and my articles and my presentations are, uh, I'm always touching on integrity. 
Well, you you definitely are, and I, that's one of the things that I truly appreciate and respect about you. And I I want to touch on trust for a, another moment or two. So, for those that are listening right now, you know, trust is a word that comes up often. We hear it often. Sometimes it's a can be a buzzword, but. Trust, obviously, is really foundational to any relationship, personal relationships, business relationships, in leadership. In every aspect of life, trust is so incredibly important. For someone who has broken trust before, how would you advise someone that they can – how can they build trust back? So let's speak specifically to someone where trust has fallen apart and what, whatever the situation was. How can they rebuild trust? Yeah, that's an excellent question. I mean, number one, don't ignore the problem. Uh, number two, um, we need to be open, honest, accountable, I- admit where we violated the values that, that we said we adhered to. Uh, we need to make amends for any injuries that we've caused. We need to uh, apologize, you know, in 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 the right way, in a way that that people know is genuine and heartfelt and 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 meaningful. Um, and then we need to uh, demonstrate through our actions uh, going forward that we understand that we made a violation of trust um, and that it is serious and significant. And that our actions going forward reflect uh, an honesty and openness and accountability uh, that pe- that that can rebuild um, that that amount of trust that other individuals can have with us. I, I just I, I think we're all going to make some major some major mistakes, some minor mistakes in life, personally, professionally, and and I just think it's an excellent question because. Um, simply because you you have not um, adhered to your stated standard on honesty doesn't mean you can't address it, repair it, remedy it, and rebuild it. And I think if 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 Americans saw more of that in our national leadership, whether it's corporate, political, nonprofit world, you know all these scandals that you see in the news over the over the, the last several decades. I think I think Americans would be a lot more patient, forgiving, and understanding if people would just step up to the microphone and say, I, I, I was wrong. I said something. I did something that was wrong. Um, it wasn't truthful. I'm now going to be truthful. I'm now going to be accountable. I'm going to accept the consequences. I'm, I'm going to remedy and repair this. I'm going to not repeat the behavior. I, I, I think people are pretty understanding and forgiving, uh, but that is an important question you ask, because whether it's in our personal life, our business life, uh, we're not going to be perfect people every single day, every single moment. And there could be times where we uh, damage or, or, or break a trust. And um, there's no reason why we can't, um, if we address it the right way, uh, come out better, stronger, um, you, know, uh, reinf- uh, you know, rebuild, reinforce the relationships and, and, and restore trust in us. Well, I, I agree with that. So first of all, thank you for sharing that. And I, I'm just going to re- kind of recap a couple of things there. So first, it's not ignoring the problem, right? We can't sweep the problem under the under the rug. It's not going to go away, right? It's going to escalate if we don't do something about it. So acknowledgement 
is critical, right? Being able to have the self-awareness that I broke trust with somebody, owning up to it, right? Mm. And taking responsibility for it and then doing the work, right? Apologizing and doing the work to rebuild that trust. So another question for you, in the work that you do and based on your own experience in the leadership space, in the leadership space, would you say that trust is given depending on a position or is trust earned? That's a superb question. Trust is earned. Um, It is, you don't start with it automatically. It's not positional. Uh, It's not derived from an office uh, that you hold. It's, it's not derived by your, uh, it doesn't emanate from your paycheck uh, or position. It really is earned and, and people have to be, if people, you know, General Colin Powell said this once, you know, if people trust in you, they'll, they'll follow you anywhere and everywhere, you know, and it's just, um, and so um, whether you, you may be a trustworthy person, uh, but you're going to have, but you know, let's say you're 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 leading a a, a new team or a new department. Uh, you're going to it's going to take time to to earn it and to establish it and 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 enable people to to feel firm and confident uh, that you know what you say you mean and what you'll do you'll do and and there aren't mixed or conflicting messages and 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 you are who you say you are. Excellent. So I want to wind the clock back a bit, Joe. I would love it if you would share with us what one of the most valuable lessons is that you learned from your mom, Jenny. I think that's a, a wonderful question of you, very kind of you to ask of me. My mom, I would have to say, she her famous phrase was, Saviaks never say can't. And so my mom was just unstoppable in um, if she if she decided uh, on a goal, uh, an objective, um, she was going to do what it took to accomplish or achieve it, and and she just uh, just quitting was not in her DNA, and so perseverance, persistence. Um, now I'm not recommending to everybody you know go do something that's impossible. For instance, I'm not going to be drafted by the NFL right now. I I can accept that. Um, but when you do challenge yourself with new objectives or goals, you know, that are well thought out, well planned and, and, and feasible and achievable, um, you, you, that persistence, I think is what my mom, uh, really, uh, taught me that, you know, we never give up, we keep pushing forward and, um, uh, don't, don't let up. And, 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 uh, if you have a dream, a hope, a goal, uh, then, then, then you need to pursue it. Beautiful. So clearly the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So let me read this off real quick. So Joe, you started college at 16. You earned a bachelor's degree. You earned a master's degree, a law degree, another master's degree, a PhD, and became an attorney this year. Now there's a right. lot in between right. there, right? But right. so let, let's talk about never quitting, right? right. Let's talk about the being goal oriented and that level of persistence, you know, starting college at 16. So if we go back even further, did you always have that, that 
that goal oriented that that level of persistence that that ability to believe that there was nothing that you couldn't accomplish if you put your mind to it well i love to learn and that definitely motivated me and i think um your 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 love of 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 something like learning can really provide the motivation but i'll be honest i i think i'm i'm like a lot of uh uh, individuals who are um, uh, who try to perform at a high level, uh, we have a pretty healthy degree of self doubt, and I think we and and I think that's a good thing, and I think that's a bad thing. It's a good thing in that we need to be realistic, understand our limitations, and adequately prepare uh, for what we're going to you know attempt to do. Um, and it can be a bad thing in that it can cause us to maybe. Uh, delay, postpone, or, or 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 deny ourselves an opportunity to pursue a, a specific objective or goal. So, I, I think I, I I think it's something we all struggle with. I think it's very helpful to have mentors and 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 good friendships with people who are truth tellers who can advise you and 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 aid you with resources and tools and and help you through the thinking of of setting your goals. Um, so I think more in my case, it was um, when I was, you know, a uh, small child, uh, my mom bought a, uh, a set of uh, world book encyclopedias. And um, I didn't understand that encyclopedias were reference books, that you only pull them out when you're looking up a specific concept or idea. And so I read every one of them wow. cover to cover, and uh, and and I just developed a, a – a, a great, you know, enthusiasm for reading and learning, and so I'm I like I'm a lifelong learner. I encourage everybody to continually grow and learn, uh, whatever that is, new cert- certificates, licenses, degrees, uh, professional or leadership training, uh, wh- whatever that is. And uh, I think I think that's been my my key motivation is not as much as um, I want to get that that goal or that accomplishment, it's, um, I, I love what I'm doing and that helps propel me to success with that goal or that accomplishment. Mm, well, that, that is uh, well said and it's clear that that is the case. So before we take a break here about how, about what age were you when you started to read the world book encyclopedia from beginning to end? Oh, I'd say, um, like around uh, probably, uh, you know, first grade, you know, uh, elementary, definitely elementary. elementary. In other words, um, reading was an important skill to learn. And um, I I showed up ready for kindergarten already an avid reader. Ah. So there was a lot of uh, 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 opportunities at home, whether it was just to discuss like the news, right? What was on the news, uh, to read the newspaper, uh, to have discussions of current events, and uh, create like a learning environment at home. I mean, I, th- I think we make it hard on teachers by going, you only have them one third of the 24 hours, but we expect you to solve all, all, all issues and produce all kinds of miracles. You know, it really takes, you know, family and, 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 and other, uh, maybe other, uh, uh, n- you know, neighbors or, or family friends and, 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 and others in our lives that also are teaching and educating us. 
as it's been said, it, it takes a community, right? I, I agree with you. So we are going to take a quick break, Joe, to thank our amazing sponsors. You are listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Jay Shear. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur trying to figure out how to improve and achieve greater results? If so, I'm speaking to you. I provide the tools, coaching, and accountability you need to gain clarity around your personal and professional goals, remove the excuses holding you back, build the mindset, leadership skills, and proven strategies to grow your business and become the best version of yourself. To learn more or to apply for my coaching services, call 904-236-0431 or visit jshearbusinessconsulting.com. There's no business like show business like no business I know. Visit the Fitzgerald Performing Arts Center at Flagler Auditorium. We're about to release our new season of professional touring shows. Visit our website at flaglerentertainment.com. Sign up for our newsletter. You can be the first to know about our shows and special offers. And remember, every time you buy a ticket to a show, you support the performing arts in Flagler schools and you support our local economy. All right, we're back. And again, you're listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat, and I am in the studio today with my very special guest, Dr. Joe Saviak, and we are having a fantastic conversation. I'm, I, I know you're getting a lot of value out of this. I certainly am just, just here in the studio with Joe, and we're going to keep the conversation going. So we've been talking a bit about uh, building trust. We've been talking about leadership. We've been talking about a bit about Joe's upbringing and things along those lines. And it's a such a great conversation. So, Joe, I'm I'm curious, what is one of the most difficult decisions that you've had to make in the pursuit of the person who you are today? One of the most difficult decisions you've had to make. I think overcoming um, any, um, you know, fear or concern or anxiety about can I do this and and um, being willing to, um, you know, commit myself fully to to whatever the goal is. And uh, I mentioned this earlier. I, I think there's a myth out there that people who achieve anything in life and, and, and achievements can be wonderful in all different kinds of ways. So there is no like one thing I'm referring to when I talk about achievement or, or accomplishments. It's just um, you've got to get out of your own way and you've got to uh, get out of your own head and you've got to realize um, that, um, you know, if there, there are some negative thoughts or there are some, you know, concern or anxiety uh, you got to push through it and you got to push over, you know, and you, and you got to, got to push through it and you've got to keep moving forward. And I think that I would say that has been a defining challenge for me. Every time I've, I've attempted anything is, um, just, uh, making sure that, um, I'm not going to allow myself to defeat myself and that I'm going to overcome that concern or worry that I might have about, 
doing this. So I want to I want to tug on that thread a little bit because sure. I I know I mean even for my myself you know I've done a lot of deep work on myself when it comes right. to self doubt and beliefs and challenging myself and personal growth etc. And I know that there are plenty of people listening right now who like we all do it's part of the human experience right, right. dealing with self doubt right. and those sorts of things. So give us. An example, a real-world example, can be something from the past, could be something more current, but but an area where you were either focused on a specific goal and you were challenged, right? You were trying to – you had that fear, you had that anxiety, whatever that showed up for as you. So what was the example? What were you working through or trying to work toward where you had those feelings? And then what did you do specifically to overcome that and move through that challenge? That's an excellent question. Um, I would, I, I'll give you a, a, a fairly recent example. I, I graduated law school many years ago, and uh, there's a percentage of people who leave law school and don't immediately go into law practice. And so, um, and by the time I was towards the end of law school, I'd kind of lost interest in becoming an attorney immediately, and that was not going to be my career focus. And so many years later, um, in fact, 25 years later, I, I, um, the idea came to me, you know, Joe, uh, that's unfinished business. That was a goal that was not complete. Uh, you need to go take that bar exam and you need to go pass it and then, uh, you know, become an attorney. Uh, if, if for no other reason, then, you know, you need, you, you, th- this was a goal you had one time. And, and this is my, my message I hope is encouraging others uh, just because uh, at an earlier point in your life you were unable to, let's say, go to college, right? Because of uh, you got married and kids, and there was a job and a mortgage, and it's never too late. Please don't give up. And so here I am, twenty-five years later, uh, studying for the bar exam. And how did I overcome the fear? Uh, good friends and good coaches and um, identifying the right tools and resources. And so there I am taking the bar exam in a room with 2,000 people. And, 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 and there weren't a whole lot of us in their 50s. There were, there were some, uh, but there were like friends. Uh, our, there were sons and daughters of our friends in the room taking the bar exam to provide perspective. There were students who I had encouraged in college years ago to go to law school taking the bar exam. Uh, and, uh, I don't, I don't excel on standardized exams in the way that some people do. That can be a stressful event for me. And so I open up the Florida essay section and sure enough, topics that I had taught for years as a college professor, like, you know, chapter 119, public records, chapter 286, open meetings, other con law issues were the essay questions. And so now I'm going, wow. And so that was a good confidence boost. In fact, one of my uh, former students was taking the bar uh, in, in at the same time in the same room. And he said, well, I bet Dr. Saviak's going to have a good morning with this. And so <laughs> I, I, I share that example is it's never too late. Um, what we find in the research is when you ask people in their 70s or 80s what bothers them, it's regret. Like the things I didn't attempt, the things I didn't try. And so, um, sure, I could beat myself up and say, hey, you should have taken this back in the 90s when you graduated, right? You know, but you can't think like that. You've got, you, you know, but if something is important to you personally or professionally, 
um, and or or it's just a goal or a hope or dream that you've wanted to attain, um, I would say you know learn what it takes to succeed with it. Have good mentors and coaches. Be willing to invest all the time, energy, and effort necessary, and and um, and set aside that that concern or worry that you might have, um, because there's no reason why you can't do it. And so, I was hoping what happened. I w- I was hoping by sharing that story happened, and I have been contacted by several people in my age group who left law school, went right into business, didn't go, in, didn't take the bar, didn't go into you know legal practice, and they said, you know what, I've now been inspired by watching what you did. I love that. And so they're actually going to, and these are individuals who are brighter than I am, so they'll probably have an easier time. They're 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 actually going to go now uh, on on the same journey. That is that is so good, and I, and I love the way that you said that it is never too late as long as we have breath in our body and the ability to 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 think. There is nothing that we can't accomplish, no matter what the age is. So I appreciate you mentioning that. So you know, as I'm I'm thinking about you and thinking about what we've talked about so far, I've got a. A question for you that that came up, and let me paint the picture here for you. So, if if you had an opportunity, Joe, to sit at a park bench next to someone who is either currently living or no longer with us, and you had the ability to ask that person one question and one question only. First, who is it that you would want to sit next to on that park bench? And number two, what is the one question that you would want to ask that person? It would either be Abraham Lincoln or Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And I would ask them, knowing ultimately um, uh, the pain, the difficulty, and the sacrifice, um, you know, would you do what you did that produced such a positive, profound change in the nation at the time against all odds? Uh, now, of course, I'm, I think we're both fairly confident they would say yes, uh, that uh, they, would, they would display the same type of uh, what we call moral courage in the face of great adversity, but knowing that the cause was just and right and even at great personal risk to themselves. And, uh, but I'd love to hear them say that because I, I, I don't think anything could be more inspirational than hearing President Lincoln or Dr. King share that. That would be quite amazing, wouldn't it? So, Joe, on a scale of zero to, let's say, 100, with 100 being fully realized potential, okay, zero to 100, where is Dr. Joe Saviak today on that scale? I think I'm probably um, in, in in the seventies or, or or eighties. I don't think I'm anywhere near because I view life as a a, a a learning event from start to finish, and so I don't think anyone ever arrives. I, I don't think the journey ends. I don't think there is a single destination, and so uh, I I think the challenge is um, I believe that we're given gifts and abilities to each of us to specifically aid, assist, benefit others. 
And I'm, I'm, I think we, all of us, need to continually challenge ourselves to um, make sure that we are fulfilling that potential, not for us, uh, but for the good that it can be doing others. And, and really, that's the test. And so I think everybody, um, uh, even if they've had some achievements in life, um, they probably feel similar to to I feel like there's still work undone. The journey's un, un, incomplete or unfinished. Uh, there's more that I can tr- can contribute, help, and do to serve others uh, because life is service. Uh, and and uh, so I, I I've got plenty of work to do. So in thirty seconds or less, what skills? What additional skills do you need to acquire? to make a greater impact and see that number on the scale move higher? Who do you need to become? What skills do you need to acquire? 30 seconds or less on that question. I, I, I think the skills that I have, I need to continually sharpen. I don't know that there's like a brand new set of skills I need to learn okay. that's fundamentally different from, from uh, th- those that I have professionally. Uh, or and the personal qualities, every day you just have to continually challenge yourself to say and look back, start of the day and the end of the day, uh, you know, was I honest? Was I of service? Uh, have I been helpful to others? Uh, have I been hardworking and dedicated? Have I been an individual of integrity? Uh, did I maintain trust? And I just, I, I think it's a continual uh, daily a challenge uh, to live up to our values and strengthen the, the skills, gifts, and abilities that that each of us has. Beautiful. Speaking of gifts, my final question to you is this. What is one of the greatest gifts that life has given you that you didn't realize at the time? My wife. Uh, when I first met her, um, I, uh, I, I, you know, we weren't I, sure, you know, uh, where the relationship was going to go. I think that's true of everybody, right? That's why it's there's dating, right? Uh, but there are so many ways that she has had a positive impact on my life and who I am and and um, and, and and my values and and faith that. Um, I I certainly don't get me wrong. I certainly when I I got to know her the first year. Uh, you know, said, wow. Uh, but it's one of those gifts that occurs in your life that it just gets better and better and better. And you see more and more about this person who's had a profoundly positive impact on your life and in so many ways. And uh, we we happened to visit UF for a football game. I remember uh, last fall. And I remember thinking as I was leaving the game that we certainly learned a lot there and we gained good friendships and we had good mentors and our professors and there were great campus activities. But really, I, I, I had the, the, the clearest thought in my mind at that moment that the purpose of me being at the University of Florida was to meet Carol. Mm. And so uh, I can now see all these decades later how very true that is. Wow, that's amazing. So give me two words, only two words to describe Carol. Kind 
and honest. There you go. Carol, if you're listening right now, let me share something with you. Joe's complete demeanor changed when he started talking about you. I could just see it in his physiology and the way his face lit up. So you're a blessed individual. And Dr. Joe Saviak, I want to thank you so much for joining me today on Business Minds Coffee Chat. I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I've enjoyed getting to know you a little more deeply, understanding a bit about how you you think and process and a little bit about your background story. So thank you so much for being here. I'm very grateful for all that you do for our community. You exemplify that life is about service, and you continue to have a very positive impact uh, through many different ways that you lead and serve in our community. Uh, This show is an excellent example. Well, thank you so much for that, Joe. And for all of you, thank you so very much for tuning into Business Minds Coffee Chat. We will be back next Saturday morning at 830. And until then, keep learning, keep growing, and keep doing the work to reach your potential. Take care, everybody. 